Grace and peace to you from God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus spoke one word. One word, and all of a sudden, everything changed. It's like an aha moment. You ever have one of those? You ever have something that you never could understand, that couldn't quite get, and then all of a sudden, you feel like, I got it. I get it. I remember when I first went to Seward, that's Concordia University in Seward, Nebraska. The year before, I had gone to a junior college, a community college, and if I'm really honest, the community college didn't challenge me. Now, it was my first year, and it was first-year classes, but it didn't really challenge me all that much. But when I got to Seward, when I got to Concordia University, I found myself in a whole new ballpark. All of a sudden, I was extremely challenged, especially with the language of Greek. It wasn't as easy as I thought it should be or would be. Instead, I found myself studying hour after hour. They had tutors. The school paid for people to tutor other people with Greek. And so I found myself constantly working with tutors. I was probably two weeks in. Two weeks in before I really got it. And it was like that. It was like somebody snapped their fingers. It was like an aha moment. And you found, you, you found yourself, at least me, I found myself feeling a little bit like a doofus before. Because, like, how could I not get this for two weeks? But it was. It was like an aha moment. That moment that it all just seems to, to come together. All the pieces seem to click. And all of a sudden you go, oh, I get it. Okay. And I still had a lot to learn. I still had a lot of classwork to do. But I'll never forget that aha moment. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had that moment where things just seem to come together? Where before maybe you felt like you were blocked, like, like somehow, some way, it just wasn't jiving, it just wasn't coming together. Our story today features a man who is blocked in so many ways. He had so many things in a lot of ways that were kind of working against him. Jesus was going from a very Gentile region Tyre and, and Sidon, and he was passing through a very Jewish area, entering up on the other side. On the other side was another very non-Jewish area, a very Gentile area, right around the Decapolis. And while he's there, this man comes to him. They bring a man to him. Now, this man is blocked. He cannot hear he cannot speak. And you have to understand, this is before the dawning of, of some form of, of uh, a great and wonderful sign language system. There's none of that. Maybe he worked out a few things with his family so that they could kind of understand him. But it's not like he could speak to them. He couldn't exactly talk to them. And so he's impaired. On top of that, he's got yet even more. You see, a lot of people believed at this time that if you were born like this, if you were born without the ability to hear or to speak, that that must mean that God, or in Gentile region, the gods, just didn't like you. They just didn't like you. Maybe they didn't like your parents, and they didn't like you, and they cursed you. That's why you were like that. Because you weren't really liked. Imagine that. 
Imagine living your life, growing up, growing older, and everybody around you thought that God hated you, and you couldn't talk to them, and you couldn't really speak to them, and you couldn't do sign language. You're just stuck. You're just stuck. You're blocked. And Jesus comes to this man. He comes to this man that is blocked on so many levels and in so many ways. And what does he do? He doesn't just heal him and go on his way. He doesn't just say, okay, you're all done. Jesus takes time. He takes time. He takes this man aside he almost does kind of a form of sign language. Read again the actions that Jesus does. Using the one thing that this guy has, he can see. And he can feel touch. And so Jesus puts his fingers in his ear. He touches his tongue. He points to heaven. He tells this man exactly what's going to happen and where it's coming from. This man is about to be healed and it is from heaven. He unblocks the man. He unmakes it to where he can hear. He makes it to where he can speak. He unblocks him. It must have felt like an aha moment, except for so much more. Everything comes together. And it all comes together at once. All the while, Jesus seems to be on the return. He's coming back to Israel, but not quite as he passes through, as he goes through in this Gentile region. And what happens? What happens is even though everybody says stay silent about what happened, they cannot stay silent and they speak all the more. They say all the more. In our own world and in our own day and age, we don't hold on to some of these beliefs. If somebody comes to us and they've been deaf since the time that they were born, we don't think that God has cursed them. We've developed sign language so that we can even speak to them if you know the language. If someone can't speak, we do not think that God has somehow condemned them and their family. No, we don't have those beliefs. But yet there are other things that block us, aren't there? There are other things that block us from hearing and seeing the message of our Lord. There's so many things that get in the way. We could all piece through our lives and, and pull out of our calendars and see all the things that tend to get in the way. All the things that take place. All the events that we have to go to. All the places we have to be. All the people that we need to talk to. And always getting in the way. Always blocking us making it to where we don't hear the gospel. We don't see the gospel. We don't understand the gospel. All of that, all around us. All of it. And yet, we're here today not to talk about how we are blocked, but instead how we are set free. It might not be our ears that are opened. It might not be our tongue that is loosed. But yet, we are here today to hear the gospel. 
to hear all the things that Jesus has done for us and all the ways that our Lord still reaches out to us. Our Lord comes to us, and you, just like this man, He comes to us in all of our senses. I always love whenever I get to talk about the sacraments to confirmants. Our adults, too, whenever I have adult classes. But I love it. Because it finally gets to, to kind of place that perspective on everything. Because we don't always think about it. We come to church and we go, yeah, I hear the gospel. I hear what God is saying. I hear, I hear the word of God from Holy Scripture. But God doesn't stop there, does he? He doesn't stop just with words. Not that they're unimportant. In Romans, Paul tells us that faith comes from hearing, so we definitely need words. But he also comes to us through the sacrament of the altar. It is there that we experience even touch Smell, taste. We hear it. We see it. We touch it. We taste it. In all of these ways, our Lord comes to us and continues to come to us, telling us the great and wonderful gospel message that our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, died for you. That it is through His blood that you have been forgiven. It is through Him that you have eternal life. And all of this, so that no matter which way works best for you, whether it's hearing, seeing, smelling, touching, it's all there, given for you, that you may know about Jesus in his name. Amen. And now may the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. At this time, please.